Hey, you. Thank you for joining me for episode number 28 of Better Regulate Than Never. Have you seen the experiment where they put a marshmallow or some kind of treat or candy on a dish in front of a child, and then they tell them that they can't eat it right now, but they can have it later, or if they wait, they can have two when the adult comes back. The adult leaves the room and comes back sometime later, usually around 15 minutes. The experiment is to see if the child can wait before eating the treat. Can the child delay their gratification? Delayed gratification is having an urge to do something or eat something, but choosing not to for a greater reward. Now, in the instance of this experiment, it's about food. But what ways can you delay gratification in your life? Is it time for you to do your homework, but your friend asks you to do something with them? Can you delay the time with your friends so that you can do your homework? What about if it's time to go to work, but a friend tells you there is a party tonight? Can you choose not to go to the party and go to work as planned? What if you've been saving money for a car? but the newest version of your favorite video game comes out. Can you delay buying this new game so that you can keep saving for your car? These questions can be tough sometimes, maybe all the time. Oh my gosh, did I struggle with this when I was a teenager? I remember in an earlier episode, I told you I got fired from my first job because at school, if someone said that people were getting together after school and I was supposed to work. I just didn't go to work. I just didn't even tell them I would just go to the party because I could not miss out on the fun. Now that is saying that I was not good at delaying gratification. And for a really long time, I wasn't. Well, these, since these questions are tough, and I know a lot of people struggle with this, I want you to know that the students or the the children in the marshmallow test that were able to delay their gratification did better on the ACT and SAT later in life. They actually studied this. So actually being able to delay things that you, that sound fun or that seem good at the time for a bigger reward is really important to be able to do. Do you remember the prefrontal cortex that we talked about um, back in another episode? Brain scans were done on the subjects that could delay their gratification and those that could not delay it. It was found that the subjects that could delay gratification had larger and more active prefrontal cortexes. Because remember, The prefrontal cortex is the part that learns, plans, and thinks. And so if you're able to use that part of your brain, that will tell you, hey, wait a minute. If you wait to have this treat, you get two treats. Or if you wait and actually do your homework right now and see your friend later, you're going to do better on your assignment or you're going to get it turned in on time. Or wait a minute. If you keep saving your money instead of buying this video game, you're going to get to your car quicker. So that's why the prefrontal cortex in the brain scans was larger and more active because they were using it more. And this part of the brain can be 
strengthened just like if you were lifting weights to make your biceps bigger or stronger, um, that part of your brain can get stronger and more active as well. The prefrontal cortex is responsible for higher thinking and can plan out those long-term effects of waiting on a reward. So what else can delayed gratification help with? Well, it can help with addiction because addiction may be less likely in a person that can process urges to drink alcohol, take drugs, watch porn, or gamble their money. If you can put off experimenting or using these types of substances or doing those kinds of actions, you will be less likely to become addicted to them. What about things like depression and anxiety? They actually can get better if you are more likely to put off feeling better. Now, I know this sounds kind of weird. Uh, in the episode, when we talked about process, processing your emotions last week, well, two weeks ago, I guess it was, we talked about getting up and going to school or doing the activities we need to do, even if we are feeling anxious or angry. So instant gratification, if we were not delaying our gratification, we would say, well, I'm just going to stay in bed because that's what feels good right now. Or I'm going to avoid doing these activities because I don't feel like doing them now. But delaying our gratification will have us getting up and moving forward towards our day. So I don't know that they studied all these things in that original experiment I was talking about, but I am positive that I think they just studied, did they do better on the ACT and SAT, but they would be doing better in all parts of their life, even these kinds of things that I'm talking about. Even when we don't want to do something, we can work through the discomfort that is delaying gratification. Doesn't it feel uncomfortable when a treat is right in front of you, but you choose to leave it there? Yes, and that's okay. Nothing has gone wrong. Discomfort will not kill you. In fact, it will make you stronger for all those other traps that might show up in front of you. Then you can study for the test, even if your friends are getting together. You can save for your car, even though all of your friends are buying the newest fill in the blank. You can stay sober, even though others are choosing to drink or use drugs. You can choose to eat healthy, even though many are choosing to snack and eat junk food. Okay, so how can you strengthen your ability to see the bigger picture, to be able to see the more distant future and make better decisions in the moment? One of those is to know the future self you are working towards. So remember that personal mission statement we wrote a while back? That can help remind you of what your future goals are. Is this opportunity in front of you going to help you with your future goals and self? If not, then it might be best not to partake in it. Create a plan ahead of time about how you're going to react if something like that comes along. What will you say to yourself? What will you say to others that want to derail your plan? If you think about it ahead of time, it will be easier for you to move past what is in front of you right now. One of the biggest determiners of how strong you can be is your relationship with yourself. This is part of my life that suffered until very recently for me. 
I wanted to achieve so many goals in my life, even things like losing weight, learning a new skill or finishing a project. I would tell myself that I was going to do it. I was going to eat right. I was going to finish this project or that project. But then I would find all sorts of excuses about why I couldn't do it. It was the diet's fault. It was my husband's fault. It was my my kid's schedule got in the way. I had too much work to do. These are examples of me not having a good relationship with myself. Would you believe a person that made promises to you and never followed through with them? Me either. And yet that is what I was doing to myself. I was promising things and then not doing them. When I realized that I was just as important as anyone else in my life, I started making promises and keeping them to myself. That has changed everything with what I have been able to accomplish. I have started and completed so many things I said I would, and the list and the goals keep coming. I love that I can trust myself to do what I say I'm going to do. If I have a goal for saving money or losing weight or completing projects, I just go about doing those things. If other opportunities present themselves, I don't resist them or ignore them. I choose to say no to them and I am happy with my choice. Use your prefrontal cortex to make decisions ahead of time. If you're going to go to a party and you know people will offer you alcohol or drugs, decide ahead of time before you go that you will not partake in those substances and think about things that you will say to the party goers about why you don't want to use. Maybe they won't even ask you about it. You can even walk around with a cup that looks like you're drinking and they may not even ask you about anything at all. When you're saving for something big, think about all the other items or situations that may come up that could cause you to give in. Maybe it is the newest video game or phone. Maybe it's just eating out a lot. Whatever it is, plan for that ahead of time. Use your prefrontal cortex to decide how you are going to handle those situations and what you will say to yourself or to other people about why you're not going to spend your money in that way. Maybe you will set aside small amounts for those times where you can spend spontaneously, but not enough that will derail your bigger goal. Write these obstacles and plans down in a journal and revisit them if you start thinking about giving up on your promise to yourself. Remember that your goals and dreams are very important. You should have your own back at least as much as you would have someone else's. This is how you will find your success in life. You will set goals for yourself and achieve them and not give up on them when it seems hard. It will only be hard for a short time. I'm so glad that you joined me today. I love these times together each week, and I hope you do too. Send me a message on social media and let me know how our time together has helped or inspired you. Remember, every day we get to choose our thoughts. Choose wisely. Talk to you soon.